0: Welcome to Staying in the Black, a show about teachers and money. I'm Ms. Black, a New York City educator, single mom, and personal finance translator. Join me as I build my runway to retirement. Each week, we'll share actionable steps, resources, and inspiration that educators can use to maximize their benefits and improve their personal finances. Staying in the Black means having more assets than liabilities, and being able to pay off your debt without any problems. Stop living paycheck to paycheck and build a joyful life. Thank you for joining me. Hello and welcome to another episode of Staying in the Black. So today's episode is kind of a repeat episode, but well, not repeat verbatim, but a topic that will probably always get covered here in either the month of September or October, which is the open enrollment period. And you may be asking open enrollment for what? Because I mean, we work in schools, um, but I'm talking about open enrollment for flexible spending plans. This is a benefit that you have uh, if you work um, for New York City Department of Education and most other businesses or other departments of education, there's a time that you can generally enroll for your health care and other flexible spending time. Pre-COVID, open enrollment generally opened in September and closed by October 31st. The deadlines were extended um, during COVID, you know, for several reasons. And in my research in preparing for this episode, I haven't really seen like what the new deadline dates are. But even without having the deadlines, you really want to start thinking about what flexible spending plans you may want to take advantage of. And when I say there is this is like a repeat episode, back in episode 36, I did how to maximize your an episode, how to maximize your flexible spending plans. And I go into details about each plan. This episode is going to be shorter um, and if you want to know details about these plans, then you should definitely go back to episode 36. You can also Google these plans and find out more information. In preparation for this episode, when I was doing my research, I've noticed that the city has updated its websites about these plans, and they've added calculators to help you understand how participating in these plans will affect your net pay. Because when I started, you would have to do the math yourself and try to figure out. So the calculators are pretty cool. Um, But there generally is a deadline. And the reason for the deadline is because they take an equal amount out of your paycheck every pay period to fund these programs. And so you want to make sure that you hit the deadline so that the thing, the, so that the funds can be taken out appropriately and therefore you can use it appropriately. And you also have to remember that you signed up for these plans because I haven't signed up for many of them and for quite some time, but last year I signed up um, for the first one that we're gonna talk about, which is the Healthcare Flexible Spending Account. And the, the, the Healthcare Flexible Spending Account or HCFSA, cause you know, we love a good acronym here. Um, is a program to pay for eligible medical expenses, not covered by insurance, dental, vision, and hearing expenses, not covered by your welfare fund or the union with, you can pay for it with before taxes. So what does that look like? I signed up for a healthcare flexible spending account last year for a thousand dollars because it was time for me to get new glasses. And I, I've I've always joked that I'm like probably legally blind. I'm not, but my prescription for my glasses and my contacts are very expensive. And those are costs that are not covered by my insurance or my welfare fund or the vision plan. So I usually do this every other year or so. I will kind of try and calculate how much would it cost me to pay for my contacts and pay for one to two pairs of frames and to make sure I cover the whole thousand dollars I make sure that I keep my receipts from all my co-pays um, that go to you know the doctor visits any uh, lab work that's done I keep those receipts and I submit them to ensure that I utilize my whole thousand dollars well I forgot that I had done that and they send you a statement quarterly to tell you how much money you have accumulated in that account. And when I opened that letter, I was like, oh my God. So I made sure that I made an eye doctor appointment. Um, I get reimbursed for, I believe, $100 from my welfare fund and all costs beyond that. I get, you know, I have my receipts and I submit those to the health uh, care the healthcare flexible spending account. Now you can do that. You can utilize this account for yourself and other and, and your dependents if they 're on your health care plan. I give the caveat with the healthcare care flexible plan is there's some paperwork that you additional paperwork that you have to submit in order to refund and This caused a problem for me because my son is not on my health care plan he 's on his dad's and so Trying to get reimbursed for his copay or his medical cost was a challenge with this program. So I only do it for me. If you're going to do it for your dependents and they're on your healthcare, it's fairly seamless. But if your dependents or is not or not your dependent or your spouse is not on your healthcare plan, there's additional additional paperwork that you have to do to access this money to um, reimburse you for those healthcare costs. So if You have medical costs uh, like glasses, uh, co-pays, certain medications. That part gets really tricky. I've never done it for my um, out-of-pocket prescription costs, but that is something um, that may also be eligible. It just requires additional paperwork. But definitely works for uh, glasses, contacts, um, I'm sure like things like hearing aids or something beyond on um, on the dental end as well. So that's the first one you can sign up for, which is the healthcare flexible spending account, better known as HCFSA. I don't know how, is, I don't know if that's better, but that's the acronym for that. The next flexible account is the dependent Care Assistant Program or DCAP. DCAP allows you to pay for eligible dependent care expenses on a pre tax basis with the deductions taken directly from your paycheck and it reduces your um, gross income on your W 2 form for your federal and social security tax purposes. So I used this one probably until my son was probably until he went to middle school. Um, There's really, I don't know if there's an age limit for the kids, but it allowed me to use pre-tax money to pay for his after-school care and his babysitting um, fees. There's a cap, I believe it's $5,000. For single people, and um, $10,000. For each spouse, so like, I mean not ten thousand ten dollars in total for a, a married couple. So in taking this, what I was surprised to learn about this program is that it doesn't have to be a child. If you have a spouse that you know may be disabled and requires care, you can use this money for them. So it's not called the child care uh, Assistance program, but the dependent care assistant program. And so this is also another program that you would have to sign up for during open enrollment and really to find out more details of who and what is eligible. Listen to episode 36, how to maximize your flexible spending plans. And then you have the medical spending conversion or the MSC health Benefits buyout waiver program. And so what this program it allows eligible employees who obtain non-city group health. So that means if you work for the city and you don't enroll in the in, in the city's health care program like you're on your spouse's or your partner's health care program, you can get a refund for what you would have what the what you would have paid as a city employee, so depending on you know what that is, you submit proof that you are you have healthcare coverage outside of the city program, and you get a um, what do they call it an annual cash incentive payment. I'm not sure what the amount is. I've never applied for this program, but I have had colleagues I do know colleagues who have, and so if you want to opt out and you didn't know it was an option before. Now, you know, it's an option. You have to do the opt out as well within the open enrollment period. So these are the three flex spending that come under flex spending with a deadline as to when to apply. There is one additional flex spending um, account that does not happen during open enrollment time and that's your commuter benefits. So you can sign up for computer benefits, which will take those funds out of your tax pre-tax as well. There is a limit of $280 a month, but I have used that for my MetroCard, um, my monthly MetroCard. So there's a way to just sign up for that and you sign up, they send you your MetroCard and you really don't have to do anything until that card Expires. It takes the money out um, per pay period to cover the cost of that Metro card, and you're good to go. And it goes pre-tax. There was also an option before pre-COVID where you could. Well, you can also get a Mastercard, and with this Mastercard, you can utilize it for parking. So paying for for the meter. Sometimes if you have to p- um, pay for park and ride, you can pay. You can use your um, Metro, the, the MasterCard to pay for that. I'm not sure if it works in garages. I've never tried it there, but I have used it for a meter. I have um, used it in a park and ride situation. And the limit again is $280 a month. So that's another flexible spending account. It doesn't have, you can sign up at any point uh, during the year, but I just, since we were talking about the open enrollment period and flexible spending accounts, I wanted to highlight for you that that's another flexible spending account that you can utilize in, or it's, you can utilize and it's a benefit for you as a city employee. So the three or the four are the healthcare flexible spending account, the Dependent Care Assistant Program, DCAP, and then the MSC, Health Benefits Buyout Waiver Program. And the fourth one would be your community account, community's account, but that doesn't have a deadline or an open enrollment period. You can do that at any time. So why am I talking about in September if the deadline is usually in in October. That is because you have to meet the deadline. And again, the deadline for this year, from my research, I couldn't see when the exact deadline was, but I say earlier is better than later. So if it's something that you're interested in, you should definitely do it. Now you have the resources of the calculator to figure out, does this truly make sense for me? As I shared, the healthcare benefit, the healthcare flexible doesn't, it, isn't beneficial to me every year because I generally don't have you know even 500 dollars of copays or medical costs beyond what my insurance charges for you know in copays over a year but when i am doing my vision things like the contacts the um the frames for my glasses and new prescriptions then it makes it valuable so you have to figure out is it worth it am i paying out enough money to exercise this flexible spending the dcap it worked when my when my son was in had when i was paying childcare whether it be uh, the babysitter or after school programs then that is when that program came in um, heavy. I don't have any other dependents. And so I haven't used it probably since he graduated from elementary school. So you need to think, you know, is it worthwhile for me to do it? And ask yourself the question, will I have whatever paperwork or get whoever needs to sign whatever document to get the reimbursement? If you do not utilize these funds by the end of the year, you lose them. So, it only makes sense to opt into one of these programs if you're actually going to use it and do the paperwork to get reimbursed for it. So, in the case of childcare, I would pay my son's after school fee and then get a receipt and submit that receipt. And then they would send me a check for the amount to reimburse me for that payment. Depending on your tax bracket, you know, where you are it could be a savings probably of 20 plus percentage because you're then getting reimbursed with your uh, pre-tax funds. So again, the first, not again, the first step in thinking about this, about, about exercising these benefits is assessing whether you're going to use it. So is... Flex having a flex spending for your health care for your dependent, or in the case of or commutative benefits, work for you. And then, in the case of the MSC rebate, will someone else or you be on someone else's health care program um, policy? And if that's the case, it's nice to get a, a nice little incentive check every year because you have to apply every year for all three of these. Uh, all four of these programs. So identify, is this program, you is utilizing this program the best thing for you to do? And if so, go to the websites, play on the calculators and figure out how much you're saving and be sure to collect and submit the paperwork in a timely manner so that you can be reimbursed for it. So thank you for listening to this episode of Open Enrollment. If a a date is set for the deadline, I will definitely update you in a future episode. So this is definitely one strategy that will help you stay in the black. Thank you for listening. I look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you for joining us this week at Staying in the Black. Subscribe to make sure you never miss a show and visit our website at stayingintheblk.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at stayingintheblk. If you like the show, please tell a friend and leave a review in iTunes so that we can continue to bring you amazing episodes. Thank you for listening. See you next week, When